Let's go to Matthew chapter 8. Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. Now then, I want us to go through some things here concerning receiving from Jesus. Um, let's look. <laughs> oh, I, 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 just, I just want to do it all. I will read this quickly from Matthew chapter 4. You can turn there if you want to. But um, we, we are going to be going into, uh, look at the 13th verse. Leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum. Home. I wanted to give you absolute scriptural foundation for this. He moved. He never did set up his headquarters in Nazareth. There's too much unbelief there. They ran him out of town. He, well, the, that's not the reason he moved to Capernaum. He moved to Capernaum, which is on the seacoast in the borders of Zebulon and Nephilim, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. That's the only reason he did anything. He found himself in the book of Isaiah. You know, we saw yesterday from the fourth chapter, he said, he opened the book to the 61st chapter of Isaiah, and he said, the Spirit of the Lord's upon me. And you'll notice references to him in the book of Isaiah. In that day, his burden shall be removed and then be destroyed because of the anointing. Then it says, and the stem that comes out of Jesse, Amen. So Isaiah is a primary prophet. He's in every book of the Bible, but Isaiah is a primary prophet concerning the Messiah. Jesus found himself. Found himself in the book. Yeah. And somebody was, well, Brother Copeland, he always knew. No, he didn't always know. He came as a man. He had to learn. Now he started learning really early. He knew more by the time he is 12 than I'll ever know until quite some time from now. <laughs> Amen. Much later. Yeah, much later. Uh-huh. But he was limited as every other man is limited to what is in the book. He had to go there and find it. He had to be led by the Spirit of God. He didn't have this memorized. Are you listening to me now? He had to learn. He had to grow in wisdom. He had to grow in stature. Praise God. He's just as much the Son of God. He found in the book where it was written. Yeah. He found it. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. And he, <laughs> he's just as much the son of God when he's 29 as he was when he's 30. Uh, but he couldn't do anything until he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. You couldn't do anything 
because you was baptized in the Holy Spirit. He also says he could there do no mighty work because of unbelief. Because they're unbelief. He's being bound up. Just that would be true of our unbelief, too. We can't have unbelief. It's uh, terminal sometimes to have unbelief. Yeah. If you want Jesus to move, we've got to have faith. Hang on to this, will you? Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> Pardon me. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Now, chapter 5, book Mark. Thank you, Lord. They came over onto the other side of the sea, other side of the Galilee. Now, the, the area of the Gadarenes is directly straight across the Galilee from Capernaum. You can see it across there. It's not very far. It's not a sea, it's a lake. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it, it's quite a uh, nice-sized lake, big lake, but you, you, you can see over there. You can see the other side. When he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Only one unclean spirit. This is a ruler of the darkness of this world uh, from Ephesians chapter 6. Who had his dwelling among the tombs. No man could bind him, no, not with chains. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. In other words, he broke the chains. Yeah. He was so that demon empowered him. I don't think this man was very big at all. He, 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 he didn't sleep. He was a cutter. He bled a lot. I, I expect he's skin and bone. And so it would look like to everybody else, well, just chain him up. Look at the guy nearly dead now. <laughs> that demon had come on him. That demon did on him what the Spirit of God did on Samson. Well, I don't think I Samson was that. all that big a man. Because had he been, they'd have been more frightened of him. But his, and, and you know, all they had to do is cut his hair, and he was a weak man. I don't think he's very big. I don't think he's a great big guy. It was, it, it, was, it, it had a, a deceiving effect on the people that saw this man because he's just, you know, he's a little emaciated. He'd probably been a, a, um, a sizable man when he was healthy because these kind of things don't just come instantly. Now, he had an unclean spirit. He dwelt among the tombs. No man could bind him, no, not with chains. Because he'd been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. Always, night and day, he didn't sleep. That's the reason people in the area thought he was supernatural. Well, it was being done supernaturally. But of course, they didn't understand anything like this. And uh, he, he was in the mountains 
and in the tombs crying and cutting himself the stones. He was a cutter. Now, if anybody in this building or anybody watching on, on BVOVN or anybody watching on network, and now are, are times in the past that you, you, you've been driven by the devil to, to, to mutilate, to, to cut, cut, cut yourself. Even if you've been free from it, but it still nags at you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I break your power, you mutilating demon. In Jesus' name, stop it. Take your hands off of God's property right now, saith the Lord Jesus. That person belongs to me, saith Jesus. You take your hands off of her, Satan. You take your hands off of him, Satan. And anybody contemplating suicide right now, I break the power of suicide spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Free! What you have to remember about the devil is he's a liar. And anything he tells you is not going to be the truth. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's what this is for, Glory. <laughs> Keith, you remember how Brother Hagin used to be about microphone? He'd get to talking, he'd get to pointing with it. And Buddy had run up there and do the, oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> and he said, um, I, I remember in 1952 when I, I was preaching a meeting down in the western part of the state of Oklahoma, <laughs> and they brought a woman in there in a wheelchair that hadn't walked in four years. And, uh, and I, you know, <laughs> and, and Buddy said, thank God when they got lavaliers. <laughs> Amen. Here. <laughs> that woman. Yeah, that woman. I love her. I've been together with this man a long time. 57 years next month. 57. Think about it. One man. 57 years. Next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Next Saturday, glory to God. Where in the world was I? <laughs> oh, yeah, healing. Okay. Verse 7, cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus? This is that demon. Thou son of the most high God, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For Jesus had already said to him. So let, let's rearrange that a little bit. Jesus said when he saw him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Then that demon said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God. Torment me not. Jesus asked him, what is your name? He answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away 
out of the country. Now there was there nigh under the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. The devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea, where there's about 2,000, and they were choked in the sea. They that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what, was being, what had been done there. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They didn't understand any of this. This, this place was controlled by fear. Now, there is such a thing that's called in the demon world. It's a witchcraft term, a human chalice. It is human beings that do their best. I've seen this. Do their best to get all the devils they can to come in. Now, a, a controller will use that human chalice, a witch controller or a warlock controller will use that human chalice. In one of our meetings many years ago out there at Red, uh, Will Rogers, John was just a young boy, about nine years old. And um, oh, I'm telling you, the place got into such turmoil. It, 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 was, it was so upsetting in there. I, of course, at the time, I didn't know what I didn't know what it was. I knew it was a devil, but I didn't know the process. That there was a woman sitting right behind her chalice, and this she was using her, channeling that woman, and that service was in chaos. There was a thunderstorm that came up right over the building because a friend of mine that was flying in there for the meeting and he, he was late getting there and, and, and approach control told him, he said, uh, there, and then the airport's just a little ways from there. And, and he said, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've got a single thunderstorm there that's just right over the airport and it, it uh, you may be a while before you can land. The Spirit of God came on me, and I just, oh man, I just, it was just an attacking spirit. And I took authority over that thing in the name of Jesus and broke its power. Now, people that were sitting around those people watching her do this, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm talking about 95% of the people in there were believers. I mean, this, this was part of our, uh, what turned later to be Super Sunday meetings and it, like this meeting, mostly, you know, mostly believers. So it's very obvious to people what was going on there. <laughs> this one person told me, said, when you did that, that woman said, come back, come back. 
Come back. When, you cast it out, when I cast it out, I broke its power. It, it, it quit. And, and, and she's, trying to get, she's trying to get him back. That place settled down. That woman jumped up to run, ran out. The, I'm talking about the handler. The other little girl, she don't know what's going on. She's kind of a zombie. I believe she was delivered. I never had any evidence of that. That woman stormed out of there. John had just come out of the men's room. She flat ran over him. <laughs> just ran slap over him. <laughs> he, he, he said, Daddy, I, well, he said something like, he said, so he said, that crazy woman run plumb over me. <laughs> well, yeah, she's getting out of there as fast as she could. She's losing everything she's got. My friend called me. He said, Kenneth, I knew when it happened something's going on. He said, I made the turn to head over to Meacham, and suddenly that thunderstorm was not there. It didn't drift away. It just disappeared. That's what happened out here that day. Amen. Amen. Now listen, <clears throat> now I'm, I'm headed for something that, that is, is huge here today. Verse 18, when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, go home to your friends, tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and has had compassion on thee. He departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. Now, here's the point of this. Here's a man possessed with a ruler. Now, this was, this was not after the cross, but of course, Jesus is there. Three to six thousand demons in him and around him. Stand still. <laughs> oh, thou healing preacher. <laughs> For those listening on CDs, Gloria is standing right next to me. <laughs> and uh, if there had been any man ever, that the devil could have stopped him from falling at Jesus' feet and worshiping. It would have been this man. Couldn't stop him. You know, he tried. The man just fell on his face in his presence. Here's what the Spirit of God wanted you to see for today. Jesus healed him and delivered him that quick. Demons and all had to go. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.